Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the show that takes you to the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a sports friendly perspective. With pro handicappers Alex B. Smith, Andrew McKinnis, and Ian Cameron, and veteran sports writer Jimmy Murphy. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. It is Sunday, June the 26th, Ian Cameron. I'm feeling a lot better today, by the way, thanks to those who were concerned. Uh, yesterday was a day where the stomach was uh, not going well for me, not uh, wasn't feeling right. Uh, I think the combination of heat, lack of sleep, lack of really taking care of myself physically, all these months where it's been busy every single day, I think it finally caught up to me. Uh, yesterday so I was feeling a little bit under the weather but I'm happy to know that after a very lengthy period of sleep uh, last night and this morning I'm feeling a lot better Uh, no question about that and ready to talk game six here uh, of the NHL Stanley Cup final uh, Sunday June 26th Ian Cameron we got Vito with us as always uh, on the weekend ready to break it down Vito before we even get into hockey how is the uh, midsummer holiday going? I know there's a European thing. It's not just a Latvian thing. It's a European thing because I've seen people from Sweden, people from other countries in Europe celebrating this very same midsummer holiday, as you uh, call it, uh, over there. It's like a week-long siesta, if you will. Uh, you've been outside for the last couple Ice Guys shows that we've done breaking down the games, but finally stumbled with uh, one of your picks the other day. The over fell short in Game 5. So now, according to you, you're back inside, not because the holiday's over, but because of the superstition that, hey, I lost finally with giving out picks outside, so now i got to go back to my regular place inside. Uh, yeah, well, you're right. Well, that's what we talked before the show, you know. Yeah, I was running a 4-0 victory running Stanley Cup Finals, sitting outside. So now I have to move in, you know, uh, ch- change my little bit aura and, and come, come with a winning pick. <laughs> that's right you got to switch it up you know like the sometimes uh players will do that in uh hockey where things aren't going well it's time to switch it up time to change things up shake up the momentum if you will uh speaking of shaking up the momentum uh colorado will try to do that tonight because they, i don't know just briefly on game five veto before we get into game six just recapping that because uh, we didn't have a show we didn't have a recap show yet we didn't have a show period yesterday so we'll recap game five just slightly but you know, it's not like Colorado played poorly, but it wasn't their best. And if you look back, Vito, at the first period, what did we see in game one and in game two in this series? In, we saw Colorado basically jump out and really get you know, to their game quickly uh, against Tampa Bay. First two games at home. They got the early goals. They got the early lead. And I felt in game five in the first period on uh, Friday night, they didn't have that same jump. They didn't have that same, you know, performance level. I thought they looked a little timid, a little tight. Not that they were, you know, nervous, but there. I think there were some extra butterflies in the stomach. Family and friends have all flown into Denver on a night where you can clinch the Stanley Cup. The Stanley Cup's in the building. It's the first time a lot of these players have been in this kind of situation where you have one win to try to clinch the Stanley Cup. And I thought they were feeling the pressure of the moment a little bit in that first period because it just wasn't anywhere close to that same Colorado first period performance that we saw in game one and in game two uh, on home ice. And sure enough, Tampa was happy, you know, to get out of that period up one, nothing, of course, the just absolutely heinous goal given up by Darcy Kemper on Jan Ruda. It's a very weak wrist shot from just inside the blue line. You got to make that save. It goes right through him. 
uh, and it certainly set the tone for the game. Tampa Bay felt like, hey, that moment that goal went in, you know, we have a chance to win this game and get get this series back to Tampa for game six. And, and sure enough, they capitalized on a key power play opportunity in the second period. Nikita Kucherov, you know, on a four on three, I believe it was at the time, uh, gave them a two one lead. Colorado did tie it up on a bit of a fortuitous bounce of the puck that went through Vasilevsky, uh, took a couple deflections, tied it up two two. And then in the late in the third period, I still thought Tampa Bay was playing a solid game. They had a great shift, and it led to Andre Palat's goal. Now, this one, I thought I would have liked Kemper to save that one as well. But I will say, and uh, someone I've talked to about this is trying to tell me, hey, don't blame Kemper so much on the third goal, the game-winning goal, because it was a great pass from Victor Hedman out to Andre Palat, who had a quick release. You know, we got that puck off his stick in a hurry. And it was difficult for Kemper to react to that. But it was a great pass, great shot from Palat. Made it 3-2 for the Lightning. And they would hang on for the victory. Really, And how ironic is it, John Cooper, after Game 4, bitching, complaining, uh, upset about a lack of a potential too many men on the ice call uh, on the Nazem Kadri overtime goal uh, in Game 4. And wouldn't you know it, what ends up sealing the deal and sealing the win for Tampa Bay in Game 5? Oh, yeah, a too many men on the ice call for the Colorado Avalanche. So, hey, he eventually got his wish, right? He got his too many men on the ice call that he wanted after all. It just came a, day, a game later. Uh, and it came at a key moment, though, because really the too many men on the ice penalty for Colorado, what with about two and a half minutes left with them trailing 3-2, it pretty much took away any chance of them tying that game. They had very little time after the penalty ended. So uh, 3-2 Tampa. Again, 4-0 now, by the way, the Tampa Bay Lightning, when facing elimination in the three playoff years, the two Stanley Cup years and this year combined. They've only faced elimination four times, and they are 4-0 uh, in those games, and they improved to 4-0 after that Game 5 win. So, Vito, Game 5, Tampa Bay finding a way. The guts, the heart, the will. I mean, the, the, it's just unbelievable. The toughness, the mental toughness, the physical toughness, pain threshold, pain tolerance, because I'm convinced – there are more lightning players battling significant injury right now than the Avs, and yet somehow they find a way, and here we are in game six. Yeah, well, I mean, as I said, right, a very common play was Avalanche that night. I know a lot of people will be on that. And, well, Tampa Bay just played their game, you know, just helped as much as possible to Vasilevsky, and there was a little stress, stress, I think, from Avs' side. I mean, I, I, there was we could notice a little bit that they are – they feel the pressure in the building, so I don't think that that that's what they, that was their best game. Uh, and also, we have seen Camper playing one good game and one bad game. So last time he had a good game, it actually was game three or no game four in Tampa Bay, and then he had a bad one in game five. Now not bad one, but I, I think two goals he could save those two goals. And uh, yeah, Corey Perry calling actually that penalty, you know. Over five and a half, that that was about to cash, you know. I saw already McKinnon skating in the puck in the zone, you know, and it was like a two-minute mark, you know, and all the leaders were arrested for the Colorado, you know, so that would be a two-minute game with the open net, so that would be either goal for Colorado or Tampa Bay. So that was a little bit unlucky beat in that game for, for the bet. But, well, overall, I think the game anyways, the pace a little bit was for the under, you know, so... I guess the books made it very clear for you, you know, how the game will turn out. Yeah, that's that's it pretty much. I think it was not the best game just from Avalanche, you know. And Tampa Bay really 
play, play uh, limited turnovers, and that helped them to actually uh, help, help hold Colorado to two goals. And actually, they have done it now for three games straight. They have held Colorado to two goals only in game four in OT. Colorado scored scored that third goal, you know. But otherwise, third three games in a row uh, in 60 minutes, Colorado have scored only two goals. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, and, and look, Vasilevsky was very good, and Tampa Bay played kind of a rope a dope. That's what I call it, the rope a dope style. That's exactly what they did. You know, very opportunistic, capitalizing their chances. Sure, they'll absorb you know a little bit of pressure and maybe Colorado with their four check for multiple shifts in a row, absorb that a little bit. But at the end of the day, find a way. And that's exactly what they did uh, in game six. Rely on their goalie, you know, hold the fort, just, you know, block shots. And that's another thing that gets Tampa Bay by. And, and a big reason why they're still probably in this series is the block shots. I mean, it's really remarkable here in terms of uh, just the commitment, the sacrifice that you're seeing, and I'm not saying Colorado isn't blocking shots. They are as well. There's no question. But the the frequency and the volume of at which the cult, the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, are just blocking shots, whether it's Victor Hedman, whether it's Ryan McDonough, whether it's Eric Chernak. This guy is tougher than a $2 stake. My goodness. I mean, he got hurt in game four, didn't return. I know he's less than 100%, and there he is fearlessly getting in front of every shot he possibly can from Colorado in game five. Uh, in that victory. So it was very impressive to see that. And we'll see if Tampa Bay can use that. Uh, it's, you know, momentum doesn't always carry over from one game to the next, but we'll see if it does for them tonight here in game six. And we turn our attention now to game six tonight, Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern, game six tonight, Colorado Avalanche, Tampa Bay Lightning. Colorado has actually moved to a slight road favorite in some books, in a lot of books, actually. You know, this opened Tampa Bay minus 115. It's now pretty Colorado minus 115 at DraftKings, our uh, partner book here at the Ice Guys and the Hockey Podcast Network. So Colorado minus 115, uh, slight road favorites, five and a half, six the total. Uh, Colorado leading this series by a score of three games to two still, but obviously missing an opportunity to clinch in game five. I'll say this right now. I don't need to belabor the point and go on and on when I don't have a pick on the side. So I'll just say that say it like this. If I had to, I'd be on the lightning tonight. I am done going against this heart and grit of this team. This no, never say die, no quit attitude. I know for a fact they're ailing and maybe there's going to be a game where they just aren't able to push through like they did in game five or in other games in this series uh, with everything that's going on. Because I know for a fact... You know, especially the likes of Kucherov, Nick Paul, Eric Chernak, Victor Hedman. Hey, you go, those four in particular do not look close to 100% to me. But what this team continues to do is battle and battle their way uh, to try to keep winning and keep prolonging this series. And they've done a great job of that. I'm just not going against that. And, you know, the longer this series goes, I think pressure shifts a little bit to the uh, Colorado Avalanche. So when I look at this uh, game here tonight, uh, for me, this is definitely going to be a spot where if I'm betting it, it's going to be Tampa. But here's why I'm not on Tampa Bay. I still think Colorado has a has it in them to go on the road here in game six. Hell, they might even be more relaxed because now this is the second game where the Stanley Cup's in the building. Maybe the first time it was in the building, they were a little bit, you know, like I said, it looked they were like, like they were a little bit nervous, not nervous, but a little bit tight early in game five, maybe now second 
game in a row where the Stanley Cup is right there in the building. You have a chance to win it. Maybe you're not as tight. You're not as nervous. Maybe you're a little bit more loose tonight. And you're on the road. You know, you're not facing all. Oh, we really want sometimes, Vito, when you want to win so badly in front of your home fans and win the Stanley Cup so badly in front of your home fans, it you don't play your best. Maybe you got to go on the road, relax again, you know, go in a tough environment like Tampa Bay, and maybe it's going to make you play better if you're Colorado. Hopefully, for their sake, they're going to hope that it makes Darcy Kemper play better because his first that first goal cannot go in. The one he gave up to Jan Ruda in Game Five is a brutal goal, horseshit goal, horseshit. Is absolutely what it was. Uh, it was a terrible goal to give up, right? And especially the first goal of the game, tone setter, uh, and even the third goal. I would have liked him to save that one, even though I didn't have a, as much of a problem with that Palat goal going in. But the first goal certainly had to make a save, and he's got to be better. Now we have seen evidence of Kemper off a subpar performance playing extremely well. We just saw it in Game Four. You know, he had a subpar game three. He had a very good game four. So he is capable of bouncing back. We'll see if he can do that tonight. Uh, John Cooper has already announced that Braden Point will not play uh, here tonight in game six once again. So Braden Point remains out for the Lightning. They did open the door that if there's a game seven on Tuesday night, uh, he might be back in the lineup. So we'll keep an eye on that. But as for tonight, he will not play for the uh, Lightning Still out for them. Uh, as for uh, Colorado, uh, it looks like uh, Andre Burakovsky, uh, of course, who has uh, been someone that's missed the last three games, will be a game-time decision for this game due to the hand injury that he continues to uh, battle through. And uh, very surpri- not surprising, but because he w- did look a little like he got banged up a little bit in Game 5, but uh, Val Nachushkin, uh, you know, it looks like limping uh, going into uh, morning skate this morning for Colorado. And Game time decision for him to play. Big Val. All of a sudden, a big question mark for the Colorado Avalanche tonight. So that's significant. We know how incredible he's been in the playoffs, how good he's been on that top line with McKinnon and Landeskog. It's been absolutely sensational. A goal and an assist in game five, even though the Light or the Avalanche lost that game 3-2. Uh, and for me, as someone that's been feasting on Val Nachushkin point props, Val Nachushkin goal scorer props, Val Nachushkin uh, over shots on goal props, Vito. This would be very, very heartbreaking uh, if he doesn't play for Colorado tonight. Uh, but one thing I know about him is he's a pretty tough guy. So it's going to have to take something extraordinary or an extraordinary amount of pain, uh, an extraordinary amount of you know worry and concern for him not to play tonight in a chance in a game where you can clinch the Stanley Cup tonight. So, We'll see. I think he's going to play. It's really going to be a question of how 100% is he? Is he close to 100%? How is he 100% mobile? He may not be, but it'll give you even 80 to 90%. Val Nachushkin is probably worth having out there uh, on the ice with the kind of playoffs he's had. So I'm passing on the side. I'm lukewarm on the total. I will have a small bet because, as you know, see on the screen, there's some books that have five and a half, some books that have six when it comes to the total. Uh, bet online has five and a half. I'm going to have a small bet on that over five and a half. Now that we've seen a couple books drop this total below six for the first time uh, in this series. And the reason they've done that is because we've had back to back unders, you know, after the first three games went over the total. So there's been now a little bit of an adjustment downward, small bet on the over. I will be on the third period over once again, it fell short actually uh, in game uh, five uh the other night uh in that uh game five victory we only had two actually we got a push with it you know we had two third period goals so it was a push on the uh, third period over because it was over two minus uh two 120 it's over two minus 115 
at BetMGM here, the uh, third period total, over two minus 115. So I'm still going to go back to the well with that here tonight, the third period over as well. So really, I'm just going to stick to a couple small totals bets right now in terms of pregame. Nothing on the side. I, I don't think I'm going to bet a side the rest of this series, to be quite honest with you. It's too tough. You know, I find I'm getting involved more and more in, in the sides here in the uh, playoffs. You know, the results have been spotty. Let's put it that way. So, And I've had a great NHL season, 30 units or so uh, in terms of profit this year. I don't want to give too much of it back. So if I'm unsteady or unsure or a little bit shaky in terms of my opinion on a certain game, or in this case, the side for game six tonight, there's nothing wrong with saying I'm going to pass. Nothing wrong at all. And that's exactly what I'm going to do here tonight. Pass on the side, a small bet over 5.5 minus 118, and I will look toward that uh, third period over 2 minus 115 here tonight as well. Vito, what do you think? Side in total, Colorado, Tampa Bay, game six. Yeah, well, I mean, the last team which came back from – in Stanley Cup Finals, the last team which came back from 3-1 deficit deficit was uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, actually. And, that, and that's in 1942 when they won the Cup also. So that was against the Red Wings. And uh, a record for uh, in Stanley Cup Finals when the team's leading 3-1, a record to come back is 33 against 1. So basically, some big, big numbers we're talking here about. And... Uh, yeah, uh, I, I think to, today again, the common play is lighting. I think everybody will be thinking a little bit more lighting. I don't care what, what shows some websites or what shows some Twitters or how people like, like well, the, where the people find all these sources, who is on who you know. Uh, there is like a million people around the world who is betting. And I, and I think the more, more people, I think, will bet lighting. But now nah, at this price, because in the already the price, as you said, will went down to avalanche. And uh, I also think that then, I, I mean, I will just go with a better team. And I know that Kemper is a streaky goalie. And uh, uh, I think that uh, now the Avalanche on the road, they will have a little bit less stress, you know, uh, after having that first game, a game at home, you know. Now they, I, I think I can find, a, I, I, I think I find a way today to Avalanche to win. I think Lighting might feel just a little bit over now, too confident in themselves because they are back at home. Oh, like they know they just need to take now this at home and they then go and win another one on the road, you know. So I think Avalanche will surprise them today with very, very fast speed, uh, fast game, you know, putting that uh, speed again in next gear, you know, the gear 11, which we know how it looks, you know. <laughs> gear 11. <laughs> gear 11. <laughs> so, yeah, well, that, you know, Avalanche is a better team. That Actually, I saw some interesting shot props as well. I th actually, you can get Avalanche minus three and a half shots for a great price. I mean, minus one ten. I think they will outshot landing at least by three, uh, four shots. So that's what I saw in my book. Minus three and a half shots. You can take that with Avalanche. That's a great number. And uh, also, I think, well, overall, the game, yeah, the pace will be to under. How I see this game turning out, I just thought, well, I, I can see actually Avs leading somewhere in the second period, two to one, third period, two to one, and I can see Tampa trying to climb back in the game here at home, you know, and Avalanche. Avalanche will be tested here. Can they hold the lead or not? You know, because that's been the question all season long. I think Avalanche will get the lead here at home today. Uh, I think they will have a better – first five, ten minutes maybe in, in, in favor of Tampa Bay, maybe, maybe a little bit more, but then I think Avalanche will take uh, – take over the, the rest of the game so 
I, I think Avalanche yeah, some, can find the lead here, and I think let's see if Avalanche can hold on to that lead. Kemper, streaky goalie, you know, one game, good game, another game, bad game. I know I said the deeper I said the deeper this goes, the more chance I would go to give lighting, you know. But it's not like always I have to do what I said, you know, before and what was my lean, you know. I wanna do it differently now. I think now today, today I feel like I wanna go with Colorado. So I think Fade the public, fade the narrative. That's what it sounds like you're actually doing because in the last game you kind of said, I'm worried about Colorado. Everyone's on Colorado. Everybody loves Colorado. And now it kind of feels like it's the opposite tonight. Everybody's now loving Tampa Bay. And I said this on Twitter. I said, it's amazing how in one game people thought Tampa Bay's finished. They're done. And now, and th- th- keep this in mind after game five, Colorado still got the 3 2 series lead. They still only need one more win to clinch the Stanley Cup. And yet the narrative still after game five was like changed completely and said, oh, Colorado's done now. They they missed their chance. Uh, and now Tampa Bay's got all the momentum. So it's like the public narrative is that in one, after one game yeah, is that, that it goes from Colorado be, or Tampa being in trouble and being done to Colorado being done. And that's despite them still leading the series. It's crazy. We're talking about Stanley Cup finals. The two best teams in NHL, and <laughs> they're telling the done and done after one game. It's just funny, you know. We don't see yep. happening same thing uh, like back-to-back games, you know. And here, here actually, we have seen that only in one game Tampa were better than Colorado. But well, the outcome is a little bit different. But Vasi stole stole one game, so we have two games left. So I think Vasi Vasi stole that one game now. Uh, now on the, on the road, he also was good. So. I think I, I, my, my strategy here is I'm taking Colorado today. Great price on the money line. Well, you can find it definitely. Well, DraftKings giving you minus 115. You can definitely shop around, get something better as well. I think it's a great price for Colorado. I mean, that's been a favorite all, all year long, you know. They just need one year, uh, one one game to finish this off, you know. And just in case they don't get it done today, I mean, you have all the chances to take that money line plus puck line when they will be back home, you know. Buckland will have some value in the game seven. So if you're Colorado, if you think Colorado wins this one, just take Colorado today has the money line, and then you can take them again at home. There or if you like Tampa, or if you like Tampa, I think that serious price is something you can look at as well, which is plus plus two, plus two fifteen now, or even higher, plus two eight, plus two eighty. So not bad for C plus two eighty. You need Tampa just to squeeze out two overtime victories, you know. I can see Tampa doing that. They love it. Well, but Tampa has a bad record in OT. As good as they look on paper with Vasilevsky and Hedman, uh, their overtime record is very bad. I don't know what's the problem, but that will change. <laughs> and we'll see. This kind of feels like it could be another like close game, tight game, overtime yeah, type of game. Definitely. The draw. It. There we go. That's what I'm that's what I've been missing out on. The draw in a couple games in this series. That might be worth a sprinkle tonight. Hopefully I'm not too late because I know the last game went to overtime. That certainly doesn't mean this game will, but you know, you can get plus three ten. Uh, on the draw here tonight with the uh, lightning and the abs. Uh, I think I that will, might be worth a sprinkle. I will sprinkle under 60, under 65 and a half shots. So uh, in Tampa Bay, I think we see less shots than in Colorado. So under 65 and a half shots, I will just make a small bet, see, test, test it out, you know. And I will bet also Colorado uh, or Colorado minus three and a half shots. Minus 110, minus 110, it's each side, you know. So minus three and a half shots, the Colorado need to put four more shots on them than Tampa yep. Bay. 
some interesting new bets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What that means is that basically Colorado has to outshoot Tampa Bay uh, by four shots or more. Uh, and if that's the, so if that happens, you'll cash the Colorado minus three and a half shots. And uh, uh, you would think, you know, there's got a little more urgency in Colorado tonight. You know, I know you got game seven waiting there in Denver if it comes to that Tuesday night, but you really want that. I mean, even if, even at home, I mean, Tampa Bay would really have all the uh, momentum on their side if they had won two in a row and they forced a game seven. So something yeah. to uh, keep in mind. Uh, pretty much, uh, pretty much I said already, even uh, I and I and everything. I'm not playing props much. So I think we have a guest joining here. So welcome. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, I will just leave now. My bet, my best bet is like Colorado Avalanche in, uh, on the money line. And if you don't need anything else from me and today, I, I not- think I can go. And you're, yeah, you're, you're I think Vito wants to go. I think that's what he's saying. But uh, oh, Colorado money line. You will be the, with the guest. You will introduce now. He's like, I told everything already during these twenty five minutes, you, more or less. Okay, <laughs> cool. And you didn't bet any props, right? Uh, I'm not taking. Well, I would, I would keep taking actually. Well, Palat is already juiced. The Palat's been monster, and I mean, Big Wild injured. Not sure what about Big Wild, but yeah, I'm not dig, digging too much in uh, props. I told, I, I, I will experiment on these shots you know under six, 65 and a half shots total game and minus three and a, uh colorado minus three and a half shots have to have four more shots than tampa bay and overall colorado to lift the trophy trophy in tampa bay money line minus 110 yeah and hopefully i hopefully this is my last appearance then <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know there's been a fucking long season man i i am feeling it we started this show in october we've gone every day pretty much and yeah we're ready for a break i know what yeah. i know what you mean there all right Vito. thanks again good luck colorado is his best bet yeah bye-bye there he is Vito, uh with us as always on weekends and uh we have a special guest joining us he was going to join us uh in progress couldn't make it at the beginning but he's here now it's great patrick mccauley pat welcome to the ice guys thanks for joining us uh, thanks for having me, and I really appreciate it. Yeah, good stuff. So tell us a little bit about the background for you playing hockey for a bit, and then we'll get your thoughts on the final. Um, yeah, so grew up on Long Island in New York. Um, you know, Been playing since the age of four. Went ahead, uh, was lucky enough to play in college after a few years bouncing around in, uh, you know, between the USHL, the Atlantic Junior League, and um, you know, suitcase was always packed at the end of my bed getting ready for the next stop, but had a blast, uh, you know, in Lincoln, Ohio, a little bit in Indiana. Uh, from there, two years at the University of Connecticut, um, wouldn't wouldn't have changed it for the world. Uh, after that, had a chance to play in uh, several tournaments and and and, and events overseas. Um, decided it was time to to get on with life. Took up uh, teaching after finishing my master's degree, and now it's the most expensive piece of paper in. Uh, in my house. Uh, I use it a little bit, kind of, I guess I train kids on it on a daily basis here. And, uh, you know, down in Tampa, Florida, it's exploding as, as you've seen three straight finals with the lightning, um, you know, four record setting seasons and, and, you know, the kids, the kids in the community are loving it. So. No, it is. It's great to see. Uh, you're, so you're down there, right? Tampa area. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I live up here in Wesley chapel, uh, oh, about no. 30 minutes from downtown. So it's hot as could be outside right now. We live for the winter months. Yeah, it's, it definitely <laughs> is, although it's freaking hot here, too. And I'm in <sighs> western Toronto. So it, it, the heat has arrived in uh, southern Ontario, Canada as well. Yeah, uh, I bet. I bet. That. 
yeah, it's like uh, mid nineties, uh, even high nineties, I'd oh. say with the humidity factored in. So what's the environment? What do you think the environment's going to be like down there at Amelie arena tonight? Obviously game six indoors, they're going to be excited, hoping for a game seven and mm -hmm. outdoors. I've seen the scenes with the party outside the arena while the game's actually yep. going on. So I expect yep. downtown Tampa Bay is going to be uh, bumping tonight, right? Oh man, it's, it's electric. It really is. You got, you know, a, a community that's really bought in, an owner who cares of, about the community, about the people living in it. Um, and he, he's pouring his heart and soul and uh, and wallet into what's that going on That would be Jeff Binnick, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he, he, you know, he's one of the guys who was behind Fenway Park and, and everything that goes around there with the Red Sox. Um, so he's got a history of success when it comes to, you know, building building communities and being a part of, of, of the community with his, um, you know, with his projects, um, you know, it's, it's, it's three of the three, all four of the coaches, kids, Oh, sorry. Three of the four coaches, they've got kids in the community who, who play locally, who, you know, those guys jump out and they're, they're regular dads when they have to be, including a general general manager and Julian Brisebois. Um, so they're very much intertwined with the community. So the buy-in is out of control, especially in the hockey community. Um, you know, you go down to, to, to Thunder Alley and it's electric, you know, they've got outdoor, um, alcohol stands, food stands, you, you know, people watching the game on the big screen. Um, even when the team's away, the watch parties inside Amelie are, are lit up like it's a live game at the rink. Um, it's, I, I expect it's going to be an incredible scene tonight and I, I can confirm for you later. I have no doubt. I'm sure it's going to be absolutely in a, a raucous environment tonight for Game 6. And uh, speaking of Game 6, Colorado-Tampa Bay, uh, Vito gave his thoughts on the side in total. Uh, I did, uh, which I don't have much. I, I'm passing on the side. I'm just, not, uh, I'm just not getting involved, and I'm certainly not looking at going against a Tampa Bay team. It's 4-0 in the yeah. uh, playoffs the last three years when facing elimination, and we know the mm -hmm. track record of Vasilevsky in these games is absolutely remarkable and spectacular. Sure. It's tough to go against that. But at the same time, Colorado, I expect their urgency level to increase tonight, and they do have uh, the uh, piece of evidence to show they're capable of doing this. They're capable of closing out a series yeah. on the road. They did it against St. Louis. They lost game five at home. They won game six on the road. So it's exactly why I'm staying off the side because I could make very yeah. good cases for both. Uh, teams here but uh, for me it's just a look at the third period over and the full game over five and a half just a little bit for me and okay. most of my bets the money i'm going to be invested in in this game is going to be props which we will get to in just a minute and ron sure. war a couple of our people in our chat asking about props we will get to props in just a couple of minutes for sure because i've got a bunch of them as always and we've done well with them and there's definitely some that i'm looking at here but we'll start with side and total pat how do you think this one goes game six um Honestly, so you're speaking bets, you're speaking, you know, money line and, and plus this minus that. I, that's I, not in my realm of, of, of vocabulary. Um, but, you know, it's, I look at I, I look at what these teams have been doing. You know, it's camp has been playing for almost three years straight now. Right. You, you break down their series, um, you know, their seasons, their series. Um, they've had so much time on ice so little time with their families away from the rink. And, you know, you turn around and you see, in my opinion, you know, the, the third periods, the second half of the game, the third period, Colorado, um, their energy, their speed, their size and strength uh, is, is so evident, but you can't, in my opinion, 
you can't turn away a guy like Vasilevsky. You can't turn away and, you know, thumb your nose at the experience in the Tampa locker room. Um, you know, Patty Maroon, a guy going for his fourth Stanley Cup, impressive in and of itself. The team, um, if you look at the numbers, what is it? Eight of the last 10 years, they've been a part of some pretty decent playoff runs. They've played a hundred and I, I want to say like 40 playoff games in the last how many years. So they know what they're expecting. And, and that cool, calm demeanor really pays dividends against a team like Colorado, who's super excited to be here. They're young, they're energetic, right? They, you know, they lack a little bit of the experience. So which way could it go? It's a coin flip for me. You know, I, being down here in Tampa, I'd love to see them, you know, make history in the cap era. Um, and it's only a matter of time before Colorado is, you know, I guess stepping in the shoes of Tampa Bay. So I don't know. That's my, that, those are my thoughts. It's, but it's, you leave Tampa thing. just because you want to see them. Uh, yeah. You want to see I, them. I, yeah. 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 I know a couple guys in the organization, so I, I'm going to go with Tampa. All right. Colorado, by the way, have went 179 straight minutes without having the lead. Very good uh, uh, factoid thrown out there by uh, Rob yeah. Job 19 in our chat. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt Tampa Bay has got the rope of dope working. They're opportunistic. They're capitalizing on the fewer chances they're getting. They're yeah. letting Colorado, you know, just attack, uh, you know, but although they're doing a good job, they're doing a better job getting in front of the shots compared to the first two mm -hmm. games where it looked like Colorado was just moving the puck too fast for Tampa Bay to react. Uh, sure. But now the last few games, you know, they're doing a better job, you know, sticks in the lanes, uh, bodies in uh, shot uh, in the lanes, blocking shots. Uh, they've been doing that, helping out in Vasilevsky. The last line of defense has been excellent in net. So that combination has done a better job, no question. Yeah, I don't mind that. Olaf, 2-2, two -two, plus 1,100, regulation score. This could be a 3-2 game in overtime again. I like the draw, too. Plus, I will have a sprinkle on the draw, like I said, plus 310 for sure. Uh, props, I mean, I'm just going to basically regurgitate and repeat a lot of what I've said about props throughout the series. I'm, I'm looking at a lot of the same shit. I'll be quite honest with you. A lot of the same uh, props that I've been uh, cashing with throughout these this series, I'm going to go right back to the well with. And it starts and ends with Andre Pilat, who is still somehow, you know, at a less than minus 150 to get a point, which is still great value to me. Still unbelievable value uh, to bet that. You know, that should be minus 200. He should be uh, where Stamkos and Kucherov, his line mates, are when it comes to scoring a point right now. But why is Stamkos minus 185? Why is Kucherov minus 240? And Palat's down there at DraftKings at minus 140. Why? I mean, he has been an impact. He's been a, a point-producing machine. He's gotten a point in almost every home playoff game this year. We've talked about that at nauseum. And DraftKings still has a minus 140 to get a point tonight. I don't understand it. I don't get it. But why should I be upset? I should be thrilled. I should be happy. I should be doing cartwheels over this because we've been uh, capitalizing on it game in and game out, Andre Pilat getting a point. So we're going to go right back to the well with that. If Big Val Nachushkin plays, and now there is some doubt, because he was limping in, at the morning skate today uh, earlier. But if he does play, I'm going to be tempted to go back to getting him getting a point, getting a goal, and over shots on goal with him uh, for tonight's game. Uh, Nate McKinnon, uh, look, it's juiced, 4.5 minus 170. But, you know, he's basically been a surefire thing to get at least five shots on goal throughout the Stanley Cup final. I mean, look at the last three games, or look at this uh, series overall. There's one game where he fell below five shots which was game two. And keep in mind, they had a huge lead, 7 nothing. So I don't think the it was a blowout. So either the, 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 I guess the demand to shoot the puck was not there 
for McKinnon because of it being such a lopsided score. All the other games were close for the most part. And in all those other games, game one, he had five shots on goal. Game three, he had six. Game four, he had eight. Game five, he had six. You get my point. He's gone over four and a half in all but one game in this series over shots on goal. So I certainly would. Again, you're paying some juice there, minus 170, but I'd certainly look in that direction. I wouldn't mind that. Uh, Anthony Sorelli, I'd go back to the well with over one and a half shots for him. Even though he only had one the last game, I don't jump off a streak like that until I lose two in a row. And I think back home, you're going to see Sorelli certainly uh, get to two shots on goal. It's something he had been doing quite frequently uh, of late. Uh, most of my props are going to be more shots on goal than goal score and points props tonight, just because of the nature of the game. You know, usually when Tampa Bay has been in a elimination game situation, I mean, they have trended under, let's be honest, they have. So, uh, there may not be as many, uh, finishing of the chances. There'll be shots, there'll be chances. So this could be one of those nights where if you're betting player props, you may want to put at least more of your money, tie up more of your money on shots on goal props compared to goal scorer props or points props, because this could be a night where we have uh, pretty good goaltending both sides. Like I said, Tampa Bay's uh, historical track record is that when they play in an elimination game, it tends to be a little bit more lower scoring. So we'll see if that keeps up here tonight. Uh, Victor Hedman as well as another shots on goal and McCarr as well. McCarr's up to three and a half, but here's another guy from the blue line for the uh, avalanche. He's been an automatic in terms of getting pucks to the net. Five, 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 four are the shots on goal numbers for Kale McCarr in the last four games. So I think over three and a half shots is good with him. And same with Hedman. You know, Hedman's shots on goal prop is minus 150, uh, over two and a half shots. I definitely think uh, Victor Hedman as well, trending in that direction where he's going over his shots uh, on goal numbers, or shots on goal props routinely now. Four straight, in fact. He's had three, three, seven, and five shots on goal uh, in the last four games. So that'll get get it done with Victor Hedman uh, over two and a half shots. So those are some of the main ones. Big Val for points and goals for Colorado if he plays. Nazem Kadri, I think. Look, he scored the game winner the last time uh, in Tampa Bay. Uh, I think looking at him to get a point, which is only minus 135 for Kadri to get a point. I think that's phenomenal value. Plus 200 to score a goal as well is terrific. Maybe Lekkonen as well for Colorado. I could see him maybe stepping up for a point or a goal as well. So that's about it. Those are the main ones. Everything I just mentioned in terms of uh, player props for game six tonight. Uh, I'll be a little bit more general for you, Pat, with the uh, player props. I'll just say who's some players either side, Colorado, Tampa Bay, you think are going to make an impact tonight? I mean, from from Colorado, you got McKinnon, you got McCarr, uh, Landeskog's incredible. Uh, you know, down their lineup, how how deep are they? Uh, Nutruskin, I mean, you know, Chaney's been limping. Um, you can't tell me that that guy's not going to be a warrior tonight again. Um, Kadri, you know, the guy is supposed to have, have, have had season ending season ending surgery. He's back, what, two, three games into the series and he's making an impact right off the hop. Um, you know, turning your attention to Tampa, uh, Vasilevsky. Okay. Always a game changer. Uh, Stamkos, one of the <laughs> quietest hundred point seasons you could ask for. Um, Pointers out, uh, Kucherov probably playing hurt, but he always ends up kind of on the stat sheet, doing something that 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 leads to the stat sheet. And then and then Palat, uh, seventh round pick who ends up being a, just an absolute gold mine in the playoffs. And you know from the back end, Sergachev, 
uh, Hedman. Uh, Ruda had a, had a big game five. Um, so it, it's going to be fun to see, man. I, I'm really looking forward to it, getting ready, making sure everything's done so I could sit down, start watching pregame at seven and, and, and take it from there. It's definitely going to be absolutely outstanding here. Uh, what's going on in terms of uh, the atmosphere? I, I'm sure they're already starting to line up, you know, even though it's like seven hours oh, before yeah. the game. I'm sure they're already starting to line up outside Emily Arena, get the party started, get the tailgate going. Uh, no question about that. So uh, definitely exciting stuff. Uh, game six, uh, it's supposed to, uh, is the weather good down there? No, no, no thunder and lightning, no pun oh, intended, right? Weather's beautiful right now. I can tell you what the forecast looks like in a second here. Um, you know, daily rain down in Tampa this time of year. Uh, only a 30% chance at six. Looks like uh, the forecast is on Tampa's side. <laughs> yep. Yeah, definitely. So that's, that's good. I mean, you want the uh, weather to be good for a night like this. No question uh, sure. about that. Uh, should be an exciting uh, game six. Just overall, uh, maybe we'll get to best bets and we'll wrap up the show in a few minutes. But just before we do, just overall thoughts on the uh, NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. How much have you been able to see and how, how much have you enjoyed them? It's, I, you know, I've been able to catch, at, at the very least, the highlights. Um schedule has been a little bit crazy here with the summer but any young kid which i know because yeah, i'm just going to get all these emoji texts from patrick yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was not him doing it it was this little girl yeah i didn't see it till 30 minutes later i was like oh my gosh what just happened um yeah she's uh 16 months old and she's just full of energy um yeah the, the playoffs have been out of control i i was thinking you know we would be seeing a, a florida florida colorado series here but uh you know, as you said, you know, anything can happen in playoffs, the, the energy, the, you know, ver energy on, on Colorado, the, the experience in the, in the Tampa locker room, it's going to be, it's been, it's been one for the record books, I think. Yeah, it is. It's been a good playoffs and it, we got a Stanley cup final that I think we were all excited about Colorado and Tampa Bay, two of the better teams in the NHL the last few years, of course, two time defending champs, a team trying to prove they're ready and worthy to be a Stanley cup champion, Colorado, and had all the storylines to be a great series. And it's been a great series. I mean, the game five was phenomenal. I mean, it was just, you talk about tension and drama. It was close throughout. I mean, so much high stakes and if we get anything close to that tonight in game six, we're in for a good game, no doubt. All right, we'll get to uh, best bets in just a second. Before we do, DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers bet just $1 on any NHL team. Get $150 in free bets if they win. If DraftKings Sportsbook isn't available in your state, you can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contests. DraftKings giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings app, sign up for an account, use the promo code THPN, bet just $1 on any NHL team, get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, must be 21 years of age or older, must reside in a DraftKings Sportsbook state or province. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Sign up for an account. Use the promo code THPN. All right, best bets to wrap it up. Pat, I guess we'll just go with Pat Tampa Bay for you, right? I think you're leaning Take that way. Tampa. Why don't we just give it to Tampa Bay for you? <laughs> Absolutely. All right, there it is. Tampa Bay, uh, minus 105 for Pat McCauley, best bet. My best bet's going to be a prop. It's not a side. You know what we're doing. Minus 140, sign me up. It's at DraftKings. Go bet it right now. It's an incredible price. I can't believe there's been zero adjustment. Andre Palat, to get a point, 
minus 140. As simple as that. That's a clear best bet. It's not even close. There's no single wager that I like more in game six tonight. Side, total, period bets, prop bets than that one. Uh, Andre Pilat, minus 140. Uh, to get a point, it's still incredibly ridiculous how low that price is. Win or lose, it's insane because he's been basically getting a point in almost every game recently, and he's gotten a point, I believe, in all but one home playoff game this year uh, for the Tampa Bay Lightning as well, uh, and again gets the game-winning goal uh, for Colorado, uh, for Tampa Bay in Game 5 as well uh, to help them to that 3-2 victory. So Andre Pallad, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. To get a point, minus 140, uh, that is going to be my best bet here for Game 6 tonight in the Stanley Cup final. All right, that'll wrap it up. Thanks to everyone in the chat uh, for joining us. Hit the like button uh, on the way out. We appreciate it very much. Uh, Looking forward to game six. Now, if there's a game seven, if Tampa Bay wins tonight and we have a game seven, we will have two shows on Tuesday. We will have um, the daily show at 2 p.m. Eastern time to break down game seven, which would be our final game preview show. Uh, of the Ice Guys season this year. And we will indeed. We thought maybe the BetCasts are done for the year, but they that will not be the case if we get a Game 7. We will have uh, a Stanley Cup final Game 7 BetCast on Tuesday night at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time if this series goes the distance. So if it goes Game 7, I mean... What a bet cast that's going to be. What a way to have our final bet cast of the year, too. Game seven of the Stanley Cup final. So we'll see if that happens. Uh, there will be one, a bet cast Tuesday night for game seven uh, if this if Tampa Bay gets the uh, victory tonight. So looking forward to that. Now, if Colorado wins tonight and they wrap it up and they win the Stanley Cup, then we will be back on tomorrow at 2 p.m. Eastern, and it will be our season finale uh, edition of the Ice Guys. We'll just recap the Stanley Cup final, put a bow on the season overall, and say goodbye for the summer. Uh, that's exactly what we'll be doing tomorrow if Colorado wraps it up tonight. So, And, yes, go Hamilton Bulldogs. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, they're in the Memorial Cup semifinal tomorrow against Shawinigan. Looking forward to that. And the winner will play St. John, uh, the Sea Dogs, in the, in the Memorial Cup final. So, absolutely, go Bulldogs. And that's great that it's on Monday night. And no hockey. There's no Stanley Cup game tomorrow night, so I can focus on the uh, Bulldogs and their quest for the Memorial Cup. Pat McCauley was our guest for the second half of the show. Pat, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it, Ian. Absolutely. Great stuff. And a reminder, the Ice Guys is live on YouTube. And if you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. For Vito, for our special guest, Pat McCauley, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Sunday. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we will talk to you again, well, either tomorrow for our season finale show or Tuesday for Game 7. Uh, depends on what happens tonight, but we will talk to you again either tomorrow or Tuesday for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.